You're listening to Around Comics, episode 113. Welcome to Around Comics, the comic book roundtable. I'm Tom, your host for this episode, and I'd like to thank you for joining us. If this is your first time listening, Around Comics is a roundtable show featuring a revolving panel of guests. Literally, we revolve on like the lazy season. <laughs> Talking about comic books and graphic novels. We release two shows a week on Mondays and Thursdays. <laughs> Today we're going to be discussing the past week's news as well as the books we're reading and take a look at what's coming out next week. Be sure to check back on Thursday when the panel discusses realism in comics. Also, if you've never listened to us before, you should probably listen to every episode. Yes, in a week. Right, and we call it, uh, we call it uh, pulling uh, Scotty Young. Yeah, and you're listening to them all until we... Our voices frighten you. Yes. Or you fall in love with Tom Caters. <laughs> All right, enough of this. Happens a lot. I'm the host. You are hosting. This but episode is sponsored by Borders. <laughs> to help mice thrive in a world filled with harsh conditions and predatory attacks, the Mouse God was formed. In this first volume, Saxon, Kenzie, who's a boy, and Liam, <laughs> <are> <laughs> a missing Bridget Mouse that never arrived at his destination. In doing so, they stumble onto so much more than they had bargained for. Get your copy of David Peterson, also a boy. Breakthrough series Mouse Guard at your local Borders. Borders is your home for the newest graphic novels, manga, and more. Find a store near you at borderstores.com. <laughs> and also I'd like to mention that Around Comics is recorded every Friday at 7 o'clock at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles, located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you're in the area, please drop by. We would love to meet you, just like uh, we just met, and I forgot your name already. Mike. Mike and his very bored-looking girlfriend. Tina? Katie. Katie, sorry, Katie. Tina. Thanks for making so shit up today, I can't aren't you? What's your name again? What's your name again? You know, this is really no way to impress a girl. Yeah. <laughs> this is, uh, well, hey, baby. Once you got him, you uh, Hey, baby, you want to go listen to a, or watch a podcast get recorded? <clears throat> well, thank you, Tom, for introducing the show. Uh, Chris is away again, so it's uh, it's me, Sal, and Tom, who yep, always you here. already heard and me. Scotty Young, artist on New X Men, and uh, our buddy, our pal. Yes. Our uh, recontour extraordinaire. <laughs> yes. And uh, risk master. Risk master. Grand yes. risk master. Grand, grand risk master. <laughs> what country is the most valuable? Australia. I, I told you I've been playing Lord of the Rings Risk. Oh so well, then you're gonna say like Hobbiton. Is the country? Are the is the map different? I don't know. Is Nobody's ever like played with me. I bought it. I swear to God, it's still <laughs> in the wrapper. Scotty, I'll play with you. Okay. We'll, Every we'll time, we'll everybody else is too cool for me, right? Like, all my friend, like Tim, he'll read and watch any D horror movie out there, but I bring up Risk and people run like roaches when the lights come on. We'll get that going. We'll have to. Uh, all right. Well, this is uh, our Monday episode, so it is news and reviews. So let's uh, let's go ahead and start. Wire to wire, comic book news. Wire to wire, comic book news. First up, uh, Bendis fans can rejoice. Uh, it was uh, over at Heroes Con. King of the world. They announced um, he has re-signed an exclusive contract with Marvel. Uh, extended it in, into the next, well into the next decade. So Jesus I don't know how long of a, a contract it actually is, but at least uh, another three years of Bendis at Marvel. He's going to write Ultimate Spider-Man until um, Ultimate Spider-Man actually dies of old age. Ultimize <laughs> <laughs> old age Spider-Man. Uh, I think they need to find something for this guy to write, though. Brian doesn't work he enough. He doesn't write enough, enough no. comics. Uh-uh. He could probably do a couple more. Yeah. I just don't know. He's doing the whole Halo thing with Alex Maleev and trying to get into different... You know, he's He's got so many different things he's got working at Marvel. I think sometimes he gets stretched a little a little too thin. I kind of wish... Um, I know he's mentioned this on like other interviews of having like his own stuff that he's written that he wants to work on. And I, and it always seems to be brought up that maybe the Marvel stuff takes precedence, you know, at mm. times, and it's, it's pushed back. So I kind of right. worry that maybe, maybe we'll never see it. Well, I'm just gonna keep writing Avengers forever. Both, <laughs> both Avengers, all, all Avengers, any Avengers book. 
they I, I, as far as, I don't know if I've read too much Marvel, actual Marvel work that Bendis has done. I've, I've mostly read everything that How came. How could you not? It's everywhere. No, well, you I, love comic well, books. Yeah, I read. <laughs> I've read almost everything else, like that he did before, like pre-Marvel or yeah, Torso. So you like yeah. his early stuff? I like his early He's work. Before he sold out, out. Yeah. is that what you're yeah. trying to say? In a I, well, I can't say that I don't like his current work because I don't read it. Uh, right. I don't know. You can't say that you like it either. No. So <laughs> so so uh, there we are. Yeah. Scotty's indifferent towards. <laughs> Damn. I'm like in a black hole of Bendis. <laughs> On the Scotty Young thumbs up, thumbs down scale, you just get a fist. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> nothing. Next, nothing. Uh, next story. Uh, Dark Horse is auctioning off dinner with Joss Whedon. <laughs> uh, Joss Whedon. <laughs> Joss Whedon Jeez. is no. teamed up with Dark Horse and eBay to offer fans a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down to a private dinner with Joss himself at the uh, San Diego Comic-Con this year. Beginning July 2nd, fans will have the opportunity to bid on seats at his table, all for a worthwhile cause. Oh, so it's not even just a one-on-one. No, it looks like it'll be a whole table, so you can. Yeah, no, that's nice. Right. That's nice. You and remember intimate. that Buffy episode yeah. where yeah. everyone sang? You talked <laughs> to Joss Whedon before, right? Yeah, because you worked with him on the. Uh, uh, oh, I didn't work with him. Oh no! The, oh, that's jo- Josh. Uh, my friend Josh has worked with Middleton. Him on, that's yeah, right. Has done stuff, and um, he's a comic guy. <laughs> he he likes him some comics. Uh, uh, when you see Joss at a convention, he's not sitting behind a table. He's digging. He's out there digging, digging in the crates. No. <laughs> digging in the crates like a DJ. Yeah. Uh, so they're just going to have like a big... So it's really not... It's a charity thing. Yeah, I mean, it's, so really you, know, you just get to be in the same room. So it'll be him, well, like three guys it. from Dark Horse. They'll be talking, and everybody else will just be sitting at the <laughs> table if staring. If I was at the table, eating soup. I would make sure that Joss Whedon remembers my name. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what it takes. <laughs> if he won't talk to me, I'll, I'll be just really rude at the end just so I could walk away and know jo- Joss Whedon will always know who you this are as either oh that guy was you'll awesome you'll never forget or, this Whedon what was wrong with that one guy you know like what's wrong with that <laughs> you'll be a con story yeah, for forever <laughs> okay let's dinner with this guy tell go, well, let's go around and and uh if we got the extreme pleasure the, the of having an awesome convention dinner now, maybe it's even convention food. That would be a bonus. A nice hot dog. But, yeah, let's go around. Wait if we in line for a hot dog with who? <laughs> yeah, the nice, the nice plasticky pizza. Uh, what would you ask Joss Whedon? God. Sal? Uh, I don't even know. Um, did you ever get to see uh, Sarah Michelle Gell- Geller naked? Wow. Filming, maybe. I don't oh, know. That's offensive. You've got what? some shit going on, buddy. I'm kidding. What am I going to ask? Uh... uh do you like Buffy? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember that episode? <laughs> What's uh, yours? What's yours? Yours is done. Um, <laughs> you had your chance. <laughs> yeah, you had your chance. Fuck that Dumb up. shit. Damn it. Uh, I would ask him if he'd want to listen to my pitch for a Lockheed miniseries. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very Tiny nice. Dra- it's about a dragon. <laughs> You know and you, is. Scotty, what would you I ask? would ask him why the fuck did he kill Anya off at the end of Buffy? Spoilers! Oh, um, At the end of Buffy Season 7 on television. Uh, because I liked her. You, you're the Which scary one, was that? one. Yeah, I'd be the real guy. <laughs> like, I'd be the one in there really like, um, Josh. <laughs> Excuse me. Listen, remember 20, 12 minutes and 53 seconds into Episode 8 of Season 7? Xander's coat is obviously yes. ripped on the left side. Did he gain a little weight? <laughs> I, offend I, all the Buffy yeah, fans. I don't know that I'd have a whole lot to talk to. I've I, mean, wa- I don't know the man. I, I've you know. watched um, Buffy and Angel, both all seasons of both, maybe five or six times a piece. I've seen him watching both wow. at the same time. <laughs> yeah, looking for <laughs> parallels. <different> yeah, <laughs> and I put headphones on, so the right ear is Angel Bu- and the is, left ear is yeah. Buffy. Wow, it's wild. That's uh, that's. Awesome. I live. I live an exciting I life. I think you should maybe uh, try and get one of these seats. Watch out, Joss Whedon. <laughs> Watch out for Scott. <laughs> yeah. Visit uh, eBay.com/slash Joss Whedon if you'd like to uh, to bid on that. So, uh, next story: uh, Hero Square, Squared, Squared, Hero Squared, the. Uh, Giffen Mateus book um, from Boom Studios is coming to an end. They've announced that uh, they will be uh, finishing that series. They will actually have an end to it and everything. Um, so I know uh, some people may be very sad about that because it was a uh, you know one of the wahaha kind of Giffen Mateus books that were was pretty funny. But they are going to be doing um, 
an actual ending to the current series where it'll sort of wrap everything up and, and murder suicide. Yeah, and finish it off. Yeah. Something nice and sweet. sweet something, something nice and funny. Yeah, nice uplifting. Uh, so there you go for you, um, Hero Squared fans. I think it got. I think Keith Giffen's too busy probably to work on it since he seems to have like nine thousand things going on. Yeah, he doesn't write enough guy. either. Yeah, he's not <laughs> doesn't doing enough stuff Mm-mm. lately. Comic books are taken up by about like four writers. It's like three hundred books on the shelves. Scotty is really writers. one writer. God. <laughs> the rest of them are just uh, the the method through which God writes his comics for us. The tool that he's the tool the word of God. That's why continuity. I am only God's pen. That's why continuity is so important. Because it's literally the word of God. Come down. That's <laughs> just starting to scare me a little bit tonight. Sorry. Uh, Marvel. Uh, there was uh, sale number sales numbers that came out for May uh, from Diamond. And uh, Marvel uh, dominated the market. Um, uh, they they're increased their market share uh, to about 50% compared to DC uh, coming in at about 33. That's healthy. Um, Good lord. <laughs> it's a healthy but, you know, somebody, somebody walked away from that with a black fucking eye. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the interesting thing, though, is if you look at DC's actual you know, sales volume, it's increased every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the last four years since the D.O. has taken over. Yeah, you see that it, a lot of people, like, you know, the comparison of how much Marvel's selling to D.C. and people be like, God, oh, D.C.'s getting... Their ass is kicked, I mean, right. D.C. wasn't selling nearly... I mean, it all depends on what sort of time frame you look at. You know, like, if right. you look at three months compared to, you know, One. what sales were four years ago, right. you know, there's... It's, it's not bad. Uh... Fallen Sun, Death of Captain America was the uh, number one book in May. Uh, estimated sales of 169, almost 170,000. I bought 80,000 of those. <laughs> Followed by. They're going to be worth a lot. Uh, Dark Tower, Gunslinger Born, and then Justice League of America coming in at number three. And then the rest of uh, the top ten All pretty much usuals. dominated. Yeah, Captain America, New Avengers. All Star Batman and Robin mm. proving that you can go an entire year without an issue and, and still, still sell over yeah, 100,000 yeah. copies. So. Pretty impressive. Um, also, in in conjunction with that, graphic no- graphic novel sales uh, were up, uh, grew sixty seven percent over sales from last year in May, uh, reached a uh, total dollar amount of six million dollars. Um, it, it was sort of a perfect storm of graphic novels that came out in May. Why the Last Man, Volume Nine, Walking Dead, uh, Volume Six, uh, Civil War, Captain America, Civil War, Wolverine. The Civil War books have like just. Keep dominated, selling. yeah. They're just, which is amazing to me, uh, considering how many issues. I mean, they dominated the single issues, and then the trades are coming out, and they're just dominating. They're also sales doing too. that thing where they're reprinting it, like in order. You know that right. two issue, like how many versions? They're gonna, they're gonna <laughs> ring they're, every yeah, last every penny, penny they can. And good for them. They're gonna make Civil War pogs. <laughs> Civil War pogs. <laughs> yeah. The angst, the angst of Cap- of Captain yeah. America and pog form. It's gonna be blood and Captain America. 50, Clone Thor. 52 did crack. Uh, it was number five. Uh, Mouse Guard was number eight. Wow. Yeah. Good for uh, good for David Peterson on that one. That's I'd love to see what numbers he <clears throat> did in uh, what that book did. Because this is just direct. This market. is just Com- Diamond, yeah. Yeah, this is just through Diamond. So in comic book shops, he sold 7,600 copies of this. I would love to see how many. Uh, if he is fucking Uncle Scrooge swimming through gold <laughs> coins. <laughs> From borders yeah. and direct. Yeah. A version of his board game out of like pure gold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we're going to pay. <laughs> He's going to show up in his gold dirigible. Yeah, and we're just going to be he's like, gonna wow. Drop, he's going to drop a rope uh, uh, rope ladder made out of platinum. <laughs> out of the top ten, uh, one, two, three, out of the top ten trades, one, two, three, four, five of them, half of them were Civil War trades. And then uh, the you had, that keeps on giving. had Why the Last Man, Walking Dead, 52, Mouse Guard, and The Boys, Volume 1. Dirty. I actually love that... Um, Walking Dead and Why take the top slots. Yeah, yeah that's, that's uh, pretty impressive. Well, those both are books that I think that are sort of built for trade. You know what I mean? So I think they don't. Neither one of those sell a tremendous amount of single issues. Um, they, do, they do decently. I think it yeah, sort of shows all the hand wringing whenever you see like the numbers come out and people are like, "Oh, this book only sells." Right, nine thousand. How can Vertigo keep selling it? Well, probably because Ver- Vertigo yeah, Vertigo at this point just does single issues to pay creators to trick me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> to fool me uh, to pay the creators because they they yeah they bring in 
And I'd love to see the bookstore orders on those two books. Because yeah. Those I know any bookstore I've been in has every volume of Why, Why and Walking um, Dead. And yeah, I, I've bought oh, every volume vertical. twice on accident. I have. They uh, just hand them to you at the store. <laughs> they love. They love Vertigo. Take this home with you. Take this you want some candy? Um, so, but trade sales are up through Diamond, and uh, and yeah, it would be interesting to see what the book sa- bookstore sales would be on these books. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, not yet. Um, next story, Arvid Nelson is going to be writing a three-issue run of JSA Classified. Arvid is yes. the writer on yeah. Rex Mundi, um, which is, is one book? of my favorite books. Is it good? And yeah, it is. It, it, well, it, it's very well done. I don't. I mean, it's not for everybody. It's, it's sort of a it's historical... Yeah, it's very dense. It's sort of a historical fiction piece set in, you know... Ancient, uh, or not ancient. <laughs> yeah, for, I don't know that you would really. Scotty, it has maps. Yeah, yeah it does oh, have okay, maps. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. It's got maps. I'm like, is it good? Well, I don't know, because it's like, if you like math, uh, algebra's good. It's got maps, though. It's not necessarily fair, but he's a good writer, and I just uh, thought it was kind of interesting. But he's doing a story about Mr. Horrific. Um, and it's sort of like when uh, when the JSA was fighting in World War II, um, this story is going to be connected to like previous stories in some strange oh, way. I'm going to have to go story. back and change my JSA 101 to reflect oh. this. <laughs> They're retconning, I think. God, the special yeah. edition. So uh, that's going to start with issue 29. And I really like the JSA classified stuff that's been coming out of late. It's they're, been good, good short little arcs. They're cool because if you like a certain character, like uh, I like Wildcat, and I don't usually get it, but there's a two-issue Wildcat story. You pick it up, and usually because these writers are obviously pitching these very specific characters, you're going to get really interesting stories about that character. Right. You know, as opposed to if you see him in a giant team book, you may not get, you know... All that wildcat. All the wildcat like, you need. I could read wildcat stories all the time. He's a boxer. I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next, the sports master. Uh, next one has a bit of a, a local um, connection. Uh, Lost Squad, the DDP book, uh, is, according to Hollywood Reporter, getting uh, assigned a writer and director. Stephen St. Ledger, I guess, mm. and James Mather have uh, been uh, assigned uh, tasks of writer and director for the uh, Lost Squad uh, film and um, congratulations, Devil Zoo, uh, Josh, yeah. and those guys over there. It's good you to like see. Hellboy. Th- yeah, lo- well, yeah, lost. If you Bart like Stephen. Hellboy, you should buy it. You should buy it. Hellboy. <laughs> Hellboy. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> if you like movies uh, like the Fantastic Four too, I saw. It, you might no. be retarded. I saw um, Neil Gaiman is on the set of Hellboy Two. Yeah. And his daughter's like posting all sorts of behind the scenes pictures yeah. from the film. She in trouble? I don't know, but I think she's gonna get in trouble. Yeah, she got sued. <laughs> she got killed. But she's like standing next to Abe Sapien, and he looks like a ho- it looks like a Halloween costume. I mean, it looks yeah. like a cheap. I'm like, how? How does it's the magic of movie? It making. must be. I don't know. Uh, next story: Mattel has been named the official toy maker of DC Comics. Yes! Wow! Uh, this announcement was made uh, during the year this year's licensing show. Um, I bet people get wasted at that one. They were they were the global <laughs> they were announced that they were the global master toy global master toy licensee for both Speed Racer and the Dark Knight uh, Warner Brothers two major genre films coming next summer, and this will continue the relationship between the companies uh, that began with the Harry Potter film franchise, and has included Batman Begins, Superman Returns, blah 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 blah. Uh, the new deal, however, covers everything in the DC Comics library, past and future films and animated properties. Oh, finally, we get those Exterminator figures. Uh, <laughs> waiting for. Well, here's the uh, Variety is reporting that Mattel is looking to create a DC superheroes branded section in toy aisles with DC themed tie-ins to Mattel's other properties such as Hot Wheels, Radica, Fisher Price, Tyco, oh. and Mattel Games. Yeah, so I swear to God, think of the Flash a car, I'll be pissed. <laughs> you know what's happening? <laughs> point I used to have a motorcycle. Yeah, when, yeah, I, like that one, when I was motorcycle. little, I had the Mattel Hot Wheels Hulk minivan. <laughs> yeah, just what he needs. Yeah, it was uh, fucking awesome. <laughs> So I look for uh, a ton of new toys from Mattel, and I don't know. Hey, anything to promote comics, I guess. Uh, Oh, yeah. Make some cash. I really almost caved in and bought a bunch of the old 80s uh, DC superpowers figures, because I used to have them all when I was a kid, but I just destroyed them. And someone was selling them for super cheap on eBay. The ones where the arms move? Yeah, and for a second, I I, I was just about to click on bid, and I was like... When I show up at my apartment with, like, my Hall of Justice carrying case, you know, 
<laughs> Who is that? That's Hawkman. Yeah, you're so nice. kicked out. Yeah. You, know, you can't Sam. have toys. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> she was a little weirded out that I got. I bought a, uh, a 70s like Pepsi promotional flash glass from like Burger King back when they used to give you real glasses. Yeah. You know, like real. Mm. And I, she's like, oh, what is that? It's like a flash glass. She's like, are you going to drink out of it? And I'm like, uh, no, because if I wash it, the paint will come off. <laughs> This is just for show. <laughs> Are you going to drink See, out of that? And he just hits her in the face. <laughs> yeah. Are you insane? Why? Shut up! Don't, Don't even mention how any could you liquid even getting Ask me that question. I'm putting this in the basement See, where no be, light can touch I it. I can buy any of that stuff and just say it's for the kids. And you know, Tom's going to go home tonight it. and she's going to be on the couch fucking blasted, drinking out of <laughs> his flash cup. <laughs> what up? Whiskey. Oh, I'll never get that out. What up, comic? I'll never get the smell of Jack Daniels out of the flash. I'm allowed to have flash. Flash stuff, I think. That's because it. I've expressed the fact that I really like the Flash. She mm. accepts your man crush with Flash. Your cra- your Flash. It's not a. You can't have a man crush on a fictional character. You can enjoy their stories. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you need to and tell her that. And Hot that's... Wheels cars. <laughs> yeah, and the, yeah. And you the can Burger King and motorcycles. I hate that. Well, he'll flash get a motorcycle. Maybe he might Stupid. get a Vespa. That is stupid. Oh, that would be Slower good. Slower than a motorcycle. Um, that's pretty much all the news that was in this week. I did. Uh, I thought we could talk a little bit about, and this is um, spoiling uh, Sinestro Corps, but uh, I I thought it was an interesting um, turn of events for uh, Kyle Rayner this week in in the new Sinestro Corps special turning into, uh, and like I said, spoilers, I'm going to spoil it here, so if you haven't read it, shut up. Shut your ears. Shut up, Scotty. Um, Yeah, Scotty, this is probably not going to interest you much, but Kyle Rayner. What did you just say? There's some (laughs) book, the what? (laughs) Sinestro Corps. Oh, yeah, that classic. Super nerds. (laughs) Sinestro Corps. Uh, Poor poor Kyle's uh, the new Parallax. Yeah, but it won't last. No, you figure, they think they're going to kill him, or he'll just redeem himself at some point? He'll just redeem himself as it makes more sense. I love the outrage of, like, um, because, you know, no matter what character something happens to, there's always, like, ten people who are like, oh, I'm the biggest guy. Oh, man, I can't believe you did metamorpho, that. Metamorpho, no. No, yeah, there's always someone <laughs> who's like, I have a metamorpho tattoo all over my torso. <laughs> I can't exactly. believe you killed him. There's <laughs> at least one don't out get, there. Yeah, don't, uh, uh, I saw a lot of people that were uh, like, oh, God, I can't believe they did this to him. As if anything that happens in comics ever stays that way, like, longer than... You know, for two years. Yeah, at the most, but... It's it, interesting. I really liked... I thought it was a really good... Uh, that might be my top of the stack, but I'm not sure. Sinestro? Yeah. Uh, the well, thing we'll you just said about the way that things stick around, I sort of got... I think I just saw um, a news article on one of the news sites this week that actually says... It's been two months and Cap's still dead. Like, we're, <laughs> oh, yeah. we're actually patting ourselves on the back yeah. for like maintaining a story for two whole months. He's not dead. Oh my God, he's level still of dead. He is, you know. Oh, give me five. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean that was one of those. You know, when they kill off a character, I mean, I think it's ever since Superman. You know, the death of Superman. It's like ever since then. It's all just, you know, when is the other shoe going to drop? Everybody mm-hmm. knows that, it, you know, it's like they, if they would have killed Superman and never brought him back and he was dead and that was it, then, you know, there's a sort of uh, worry. You know, there's an actual believability that, oh, if somebody dies, right. they may never come we'll back. You thing. may never see them again. Well, but if they brought Captain America back mm-hmm. with a really cool pair of sunglasses, <laughs> like the Krypton Superman that came back, and right? Nice it was just Superman. Mullet, he had yellow. Well, you had robot Superman. You had cool Modi super you sunglasses. You had Superman. You yeah. had uh, the, the steel. The electric blue and the electric red. And that was later. That, that was, was after later. they were all that gone. That was Grant Morrison. I was weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... God, now what was I gonna say? Steel, you had steel. steel you had Eradicator. black Superman, yeah. Eradicator. Superboy That's Superboy. Superboy. Mm-hmm. We mentioned, we mentioned. Yeah, that, um, um, cool Modi sunglasses. Whichever one that one was, Captain America needs to come back like that. Well, it's like <laughs> you're never gonna kill because the people who are writing and don't own it. And right. You're never gonna kill yeah. anything permanently. It's just yeah, yeah, you get over it. And with Cap, I mean, it's like everybody knows that he's eventually going to come back. It's just a yeah, matter of when. I, I hope they kill Kyle, But don't Kyle, worry. Though. You God, hope they kill Kyle? Yeah. You don't like Kyle? Mm, not really. Uh, yeah, I don't know that I'd carry it away. I just outraged like, people. Oh, yeah. People They're are like, flipping. he's the Kyle. best one. He's Who's Kyle? Great. Come on, guys. Kyle Rayner. He's the guy he took that over they... after Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan was like okay. uh, not the original Green Lantern, but like 
he was the Green Lantern for a very long time, yeah, and right. then they okay. decided to get rid of him, so they had a story where he went insane and killed a bunch of people, which was sort of ridiculous. And, uh, and then Kyle Rayner was Green Lantern, and they decided that having an entire universe filled with cool aliens with magical rings was boring, so they got rid of all of them. <laughs> and <laughs> and like, he was one the dude on Earth is going to be sweet. Which one's the dick? That's Guy, Guy Gardner. Gardner. Yeah. You like him, don't you? I always like people that draw him with get flipping the bird. I could see you playing Guy Gardner in a movie. I'll do it. I'll <laughs> with do you, it. you gotta get a bowl cut. Yeah, I'll get an awesome bowl fucking bowl cut. cut. And a turtleneck. And you, have to you have to wear a turtleneck all a the white time. I'll shave, yeah. I'll put a, and a turtleneck big white on, and, and I'll just gloves. fly around the whole movie in my gay suit going, <laughs> fuck you, mother... Freakers. I don't know if that captures the true essence of Guy. Just that oh, it's yeah. close, but yeah, I guess I'll really have to study the character. YouTube <laughs> would be a good opportunity for you to put out some of your oh, Guy Gardner I could put out fan my, films. I could put my reel on there, <laughs> my demo reel. Turn. All right, that's uh, that's comic book uh, wire to wire comic book news. Yeah, uh, why not? So yeah. uh, that that's about it. Uh, now it is time. We're blazing through this one. Yeah, future this stacks. Like, future stacks. Future wow! 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 The hits of tomorrow today. It's uh, it's time for top of the stack. <laughs> top, top of top the stack. Of the stack, stack, stack. That's right, top of the stack. Our chance to tell you what we've been reading. Tom, why don't you start us off as usual? What? Uh, per usual. What's I your picked. Uh, uh, th- it was hard because it's the obvious choice, and because I'm a contrarian, I want to be like I'm a rugged individualist. <laughs> Rebel. I don't want to follow how everyone else is thinking. But I, I picked uh, Green Lantern, the Sinestro Corps special number one. Ah, yeah, it was. Uh, it's oversized. It's also overpriced. <laughs> well, not overpriced. <laughs> overpriced. It's more expensive. It's like four ninety nine for like a sixty four page. Well, uh, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, double price, double. More it was than double, so. triple size, double price. That's yeah, not so bad. I'd get a subway sub. With <laughs> double meat. Ooh, with double meat? Yeah, I'm hungry. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Scotty. <laughs> Let me ask you after you eat which one. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I might get a sandwich for later. Yeah. Sub. <laughs> I'm going to get hungry again. <laughs> I only have $7 left. I only have. Uh, it was, uh, for those who haven't been reading uh, Green Lantern, it's sort of a culmination of like various story points that have been brought up in Green Lantern, Green Lantern Corps, where uh, it seems like sort of an obvious idea. Uh, where, you know, you have the good guys with their magical green rings. They decide to give the bad guys magical yellow rings and then make them all, like, crazy-looking, ugly creatures. <laughs> so, yeah, which I have to give credit to uh, Van Skyver for his the designs of the aliens he made. Because it's not just the ones that they did the backup stories on. There's one that, I'll, and I'll show this to you in a second, who seems to be some sort of robot whose head is filled with babies. <laughs> That like totally freaked me out, and I was reading it, and I was just like, <laughs> it scared me. I was like, oh god, that's, that's really horrible. That's a, that's a really horrible alien, and then it made me think, what sort of guy <laughs> comes Sister up around? Is like, I need one more. Have you ever seen Ethan? Um, only from a distance. Yeah, <laughs> through a telescope. Doesn't look like the guy who would come up with that. <laughs> Fucked up shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, that did strike me. That one page where like they show a, you know the bulk of the the, All the, the bad guys. Yeah, it's like. None of them looked... Well, there was, like, one dude who kind of looked normal, but even he didn't even... He was bald with a huge beard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like... And everything else is just, like, this most sinister, you know... Evil, cre- creepy-looking... Cre- yeah, thing you could imagine. Uh, for, uh, there's been a lot of, like, interviews online, too, with Jeff Johns, who wrote it, and Ethan Van Skyver, where they sort of compare this. If he liked the Green Lantern Rebirth book, that was sort of Star Wars, and this is sort of their like Empire Strikes Back, because <laughs> the bad guy is, you know, definitely... At the end of it, are on top. Yeah, by far. It's like Green Lantern uh, Afterbirth. <laughs> so, oh, God, <laughs> Lord, this is disgusting. Babies, totally. Sorry, but it was. Uh, it was. Uh, I thought it was fitting. It was very. It was well written in the sense that uh, very rarely do you see all of the various Green Lanterns interact interact yeah. all at the same time with each other, and I think Jeff Johns writes that very well, and I think. Um, Van Skyver, you know, what he did when he did Rebirth and, like, making each sort of Green Lantern individual and how they look and how their powers work. And you can even see it with, like, sort of your extras. Mm-hmm. You know, they all have a different way of when they fly, like, there's different, you know, shapes around them. Right. You know, reflecting whatever the personality is. So there's a lot of tremendous detail in the story. And there's also... Uh, 
And she ends up in like a huge space fight, which is just kind of, you know, it's cool. cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's a comic book. Yeah. And what's cooler than a bunch of aliens like shooting at each other in space? I mean, that's what people read comics for. Sure. So it was, uh, it also had a really good backup story of uh, Sinestro and Hal Jordan meeting with uh, Dave Gibbons doing the art and Jeff Johns writing. So yeah. uh, it was probably the most satisfying book I've read in quite a while. Mm. Also, because um, unlike a lot of other things, that have come out lately. It wasn't overly hyped. Like you heard stuff about it, but it wasn't. You they, know, laid it, laid, they laid it, like you said, in the green, in the regular Green Lantern book and the Green Lantern core that yeah. was sort of building up to it. But otherwise, it wasn't like there's not going to be like tie-ins to Teen Titans. Yeah, or there's like no nine, banner. There's no Sinestro Corps banner, banner going that's going to be going over all the books. So it was, <laughs> I mean, for a book that you knew was coming, it was played kind of low, but it ended up being pretty exciting. And you know, it has quite the end. The last page yeah. is quite the reveal. For that was the, the one thing I took from it was more than a lot of books that I've read is this group of characters that they've created that Johns created on the Sinestro Corps it's like they're going to be around for a long time I mean, yeah. something that's going to be part These of these are cool the ideas yeah it's a cool idea and and the other thing was like at the end of that you know that last page is just the one thought that went through my head is the Green Lanterns are fucked. they're all going to die they're, yeah you know they're someone's going to die yeah. so I hope I don't I hope it's not Guy I like Guy Oh yeah, that would kind of suck. And you can't kill John Stewart. Yeah, can't uh, can't kill him. Black Goliath just died recently. So. <laughs> yeah, he would have. You can't have him getting shot through the chest. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the one super white Sinestro core yeah. member. He's an albino. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, that'll be nice. Just like the clone, the the Aryan clone Thor yeah. shooting a hole through Black Goliath's chest. It'll be some nice, neat, <laughs> angry under. Very good. Very but, good. But uh, yeah, that was my pick of the week. All right. Yeah. Scotty, how about you? Um, can I talk about two things? Oh, since Chris isn't here, one's yeah. going to be really quick. Uh, I started reading Trans Metropolitan, mm-hmm. another Warno. book that I uh, I slept on for a long time and didn't read. And, uh, I picked it up. I didn't really know what to expect. Everybody, you know, like everybody's, oh, you got to read it. It's crazy. Um, I read the first trade and I really was like, oh, where have you been all my life? <laughs> I love the tone of. Casey, move out of the house. Yeah, get out. I found <laughs> I a, new, have a new lover. I know, yeah, I found someone new to share my bed. <laughs> um, I loved uh, at the beginning when uh, when he's all Alan Moore'd out living mm-hmm. in the mountain. Oh, yeah. And shooting his little Han Solo gun at the phone and stuff like that. Like, it, just the tone and the attitude of it. Yeah. I loved that. I love the tone of it where it's... Mm-hmm. It's a very Hunter S. Thompson-esque. Yeah, yeah. very kind of hardcore and, and funny and, and things like that. Uh, so I read through that. I really enjoyed it. I started the second trade. I haven't gotten very far into that, but I feel that it's... The honeymoon's over? A little bit. So I, I'm going to still go through. Now he's on the phone with you're Casey. Already, Honey, like, can you You're come already back? like looking at other trades yeah. when you go into the store. <laughs> yeah, like, like, no, no, I really like you. Hold on. Oh, and I'm going to just pick up why. <laughs> but uh, I, I couldn't figure out if I was just tired or if the, it was just boring me. Because I was like, why can't I get past this page? And but So I'm going to still read it. But so that that's uh, I'll give that like a little. That's not top of this. It's right under the top. But. Uh, Bubbling beneath. I just finished. Our, I read it, the eighth trade of Why, mm. the Last Man. Yeah, and uh, I was. I've been telling people. I asked me what I thought about it, and I said, you know, I really enjoy the book so far, but seven trades in, I'm starting to feel like, uh, you know, the little Get adventures. Al- yeah, right. the little adventures along the way, while good. I'm starting to feel like, okay, the adventures are fun and all, but now I really want some information. I want some right. action. I want something to the start. the loss syndrome. I, yeah, I, like yeah, I want something to start happening, right? Yeah, like, it's got to be at least one other dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> come on. Well, I, you <laughs> know, you... fucking monkey. <laughs> you, feel like, uh, you feel like going through it after a while, you're like, you go on these adventures to help develop the characters. Right. And after maybe four trades, I was like, oh, they're developed. I got to see something yeah. happen. Yeah. Now yeah. I need some info. And then I got, a, you know, like three more trades of, you know, oh, I'm but, another woman group. La, 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 la. I'm a cowboy. I, I'm That's how you read girl. it, isn't it? You yeah. read it out loud in a woman's yeah. voice whenever a female uh, character speaks. Right. So I read, I read number Hi, I'm a woman's group. Hi. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Uh, but eight, right as I was saying this, I 
got eight and read through it and went, oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Fine. You know, stuff started to kick into gear. Uh, you know, they were in Japan. Maybe it was part of a plan. And, and there was ninjas. Ooh. Ninjas are always good. Did Bendis write it? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's ninjas involved. Uh, it's got to be Bendis. <laughs> But yeah, I was pleased that it finally started to amp up a little bit, and you, it started to drop. Not that you, st- not that you got any real information, but you got the, the illusion hint. of. Well, you got the. You finally got at least people going. Guess what? You're gonna find out what happens, right? <laughs> like, so I'm still not like I have. I still have no clue what's gonna happen, but at least there's they're starting to lead towards like. Oh, this wasn't a plague, you know. It's starting to get a little different. Um, so I read through that and get ready. To st- I started nine, but eight. Uh, because it kicked into gear finally is is my top of the stack. Why the last man? Why? And you know what? I think Pia. What's her name? Pia Guerrero. Yeah. Uh huh. Usually, I always feel like if I'm on something too long, my art will start to because you you just get used right. to it. Yeah, you get I've a little complacent. I've noticed that. It only takes me about five <laughs> pages into my first book. By the end, and it's the just art stick starts figure. to oh, Yeah, just a stick uh, figure. Right. And, uh, but she has. Every trade that I've read gets better. Not that she was ever bad, but it, right, you could but just see that. Yeah, the, 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 she's grown as an artist. The colors get so much better. Well, she, the does book she goes do along. anything? I mean, I don't know enough about her career. Does she work on any other books? Does uh, not she that do I anything? Know of. In it's the been pretty timely, so it's. I mean, and that's probably yeah. yeah. And whoever the cover artist who took over after J.G. Jones, yeah, I've, I don't know the name. I don't, I don't know. Awesome covers. It's like painter, like digital painting Ooh. stuff. Uh, Ooh, I, it's so fancy and technological. Is it Alex Ross? Uh, <laughs> iconic. They were, were they iconic? <laughs> were, they <laughs> were they iconic covers so you will never forget? So that's mine. What's yours, Sal? Uh, mine, <laughs> is, uh, mine is uh, The Tick, the uh, 20th uh, anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Stupid head. Well, you know, The Tick is not... Uh, it's not certainly not a highbrow intellectual. We only demand. Well, it's I picked silly. Green Lantern, yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. 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 Green Lantern, Sinestro, course. Like, um, we're not picking Shakespeare. <laughs> but I've always, I've always liked the character of the Tick. I always thought it was just funny, and uh, and this is the. It's it's only the twenty. It, the, the books been around for ten years, but it's only like the twentieth issue. This is a new yeah. issue though that came this out. This is a new one, and okay. it's a twentieth anniversary. Tenth, uh, uh, no, twentieth anniversary. Sorry. So it's been around ten years, and this is no, the twentieth anniversary. No, I'm sorry. It's been around twenty twenty years. Has Your math been? is crazy. 1987? What? Yeah. How yeah. long is... Yeah, 20 years. It's been around 20 years. And this is its 200th issue. 20th? 10th? I don't know. I think it's You have 20th. screwed this up. You're Sorry. Like, anyway, it's been around 10 issue. years. This is the 20th issue. Is this it's the, first the 20th issue? anniversary. It's the 20th anniversary <laughs> issue. I don't know what number it is. I think it's number 20, but anyway. Um, and it's... It Doesn't was a, matter. It's like a 64-page book, and it's a lot of short one- and two-page stories by a bunch of different cartoonists and artists and stuff, including, like, Fred Hembeck did a two-page story in it. And, I love Fred uh, Hembeck. Well, there you go. And it featured Betty and Veron... Or, uh, no, uh, Daphne and uh, the other chick, the blonde girl from Scooby-Doo. Not the tick. Daphne is the oh, blonde what's one. the it's a Daphne Velma Velma, Velma. sorry I only had eyes for Velma um, so but a bunch of dirty <laughs> the glasses a bunch of different artists um, contributed to it including there's a couple of uh, a new pages from Ben Edlund Edlund I think is how you say his name um, seems good to me there there you go but you know the tick is just sort of funny and kind of bizarre and weird and if you if you've never read the tick or seen the cartoon or the live action show that was around for a, a little while um the tick is sort of a hu- superhero but he's kind of insane where he, he he his ideal of what a superhero should be and what he actually does in the real world are kind of two different things and he often gets in more trouble and and has to be saved it, it it's a Comedic, well, yeah, book. yeah. I mean, it's, it's not it's a serious not, yeah, world it's at not all. A serious world. It's, it's Does anyone die? And, uh, I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. Damn. Does, but does anybody get in fight over politics? I don't think. <laughs> maybe I don't think you see much of it. But this, uh, like I said, if you're a Tick fan, it was it was just kind of neat to see a lot of different artists, and yeah. it, it even included an Arthur Soydum uh, zombified Tick cover. It's, uh, was which, it sexed up? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, it did look a little. <laughs> Outrage. There was a there was a bit of a, a look in his eye. Outrage. Think, but um, he's doing Spider Man's laundry. 
But, you know, I, I, the tickets are something I've always kind of liked. The, the book, it's just always funny, and, and this was a little treat for longtime trick fan, uh, Tick fans, I think. I love the cartoon. Oh, yeah, the, cartoon the cartoon was so fantastic. Good. So good. So good. Live uh, action show? Cartoon's shit. actually coming out on DVD. Mm. I think the first I think it's already season out, I just came out. Oh, no, the show's out. Get it on the Netflix. The first, cart- uh, for the first right, season of the anime just came out, I think. And then the second one's coming out pretty soon. Are you fishing for sponsors over there? Who, me? Netflix. <laughs> no, Get it no. on Netflix, Netflix.com. No, I, I just, I like them. But, I uh, use their service. <laughs> me too. Uh. Billy Tucci did a story in it. There were a ton of different artists that uh, that, that did stuff in it. Um, Bill Sienkiewicz. Ooh, I like uh, him. Diddle, uh, I think he did a cover. George uh, Suarez? George, yeah, no, he was the publisher. Scott Shaw. <laughs> well, anyway, but, so, uh, the tick number 20, or the 20th, Terry Moore did one. 20, 20th The, the newest issue of the yeah, tick. Yeah. I don't know what... Just go buy the tick, I any of them. Is only, Just do it. I think it is only, like, issue number 20. I think there's only been... Go into your store and ask for the newest issue of the tick. So just the 20th issue. All right. Well, just ask go. for the newest issue. Yeah. And maybe you'll like it. And pay for it and yeah. then leave. So there... <laughs> Make sure you pay for it. Make sure you pay for it. <laughs> All right, you. that's it. That's our top of the stack. Uh, and now it's time for uh, new comics that are coming out next Future week. Future stack. Yeah, we're not going to get away from that. Fucking <laughs> I love how you actually tried to rename it just there on the fly. Yeah, I know. It's now so it's time for comics that are going to come out next week or the week after, and maybe some trades as well. The acronym is dun, dun, dun. Future Stack. Future stack. <laughs> I'm going to have to do a musical intro for future stacks now. God. It's your chance to look into the Thanks. future. Yeah. Uh, let's <laughs> see what you'll be enjoying <laughs> next week. Here's some stuff that's coming out next week. Uh, this isn't a complete list by any means. It's, it's just, called a future. It's just a few things that I picked out um, to kind of highlight. Uh, Action Comics 851, uh, Jeff Johns, Richard Donner. It's the final part four of the Last Sun it's, story. It's not the final part. It's the next part, and then I'm the sorry. final part comes out in a special issue that'll come out Later, someday. yeah. But it in comes the with, future. It comes in with the a 3D future. section. That's it's cool. it's, it's going to have a 3D. It's going to have yeah, a 3D it's gonna, it's portion. It's got a 3D portion. Is it going to come with glasses? No, it's got a 3D variant. You have to buy your own. You have to make your own glasses. <laughs> out of, like, Whatever. Ruby. It doesn't matter. Yeah. DC Com, <laughs> Warner Brothers doesn't care. Uh, all new Adam number 13, uh, just because Mike Norton's drawn it. And yeah, of we course. Like, it's also very Good. Oh yeah, well, good absolutely. Book. But I just wanted to mention it. Uh, and it's continuing the search for Ray Palmer. We need to find him. All Star Superman number eight. I know uh, yes. we both enjoyed that book a lot. I and, love uh, that book. I will try to enjoy it when the trade comes out. It's hard because right. I'm anti. Uh, what do you got? What do you kids call these single, single issues? issues? What else? Periodicals. There's another, there's another name. Lobbies. Yeah, that's the cool Singles. new thing to say. And where did that Lobbies. come from? Uh, my dad used it first in the late seventies. <laughs> So every time someone on a podcast <laughs> says it, they're actually supposed to send my dad money. And yeah, nickel. One nickel. <laughs> One nickel. I'm anti-floppy. Anti-floppy. Well, uh, I look forward to this. Yeah, Bizarro World. More Bizarro World. Uh, the All-Star Superman's just been awesome. I love that book. That's I I, uh, I actually just bought the hardcover, even though I had all the Did single you? issues. Ooh. Yeah, I couldn't Is help this, myself. Uh, answer me this. Yes. Riddle me this. Riddle me this. <laughs> answer me this. I'm not... Talking about a riddle, I have a question. Yeah. Okay, right. ask away. <laughs> How many uh, is this? Uh, just like an ongoing thing, or is it? Is it a set number? They, of they issues? haven't set a number of when it's going to end or anything. No, uh, the, the, I believe the first uh, the first twelve have sort of an overall theme. Right. That they're sort of also co- kind of they're loosely tied together, and some of them work as like single issues, and right. some have callbacks to other stuff. In the past, but it comes out, uh, you know, it comes out sort of bi-monthly or yeah. whenever it, it comes out. I've enj- I've loved it so far, Me so too. I'm looking forward to this quite it's, a bit. It's good stuff. Uh, Black Canary number one, uh, Tony Bedard art and uh, with a cover or written by Tony Bedard, uh, art and cover by Paulo Siqueira and Hamilton Santos. Uh, this is the uh, four issue miniseries. Start of the fi- four issue miniseries of Black Canary. Are you gonna pick it up? I don't know. That I've guy's never art been is pretty sweet. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, um, I've never just really been a Black Canary fan for whatever reason. I Interesting. Misogynist. Yeah. Does that yeah. say something? Yeah. Does yeah. That to speak to my yeah. sort you of hate hatred. Females. Yeah. I can't listen to bands if a girl's a singer. No. Because I, I can't no, lip sync to them in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I lip sync all the time. To, no. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just her. I don't know. I don't, I don't, really, I don't really identify with her character. Do you think in the future you'll read this one week from now? I may. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Remember, everyone, place your bets on whether Sal will read this. I'll, I'll wait 
I'll wait and see if it's any good. All right. Uh, Exterminators number 19. Um... Uh, Simon yeah. Oliver, Derek Robertson, John Lucas, uh, covered by Tony Moore. Art by Derek uh, Robertson. Er, yeah, and it's a new arc. By Premier so Penciler, yeah. it Derek. says. Premier well, Penciler. You know, so to get that dirt and bugs and rats and... Crap. When's Tony Moore going to come back, though? I don't know. I don't know. He's going to be doing Fear Agent yeah. now, so... Dark Horse. Tony, I think, can only do, like, one book... Because he's, you know, he does a lot of detail on this stuff, so yeah, it just takes a little time. I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. Um, but this is the start of a new arc, so I thought if you hadn't read it yet, uh, it might be a good chance to pick up pick up this series. It's really good. Uh, Faker number one. This is a Vertigo series by Mike Carey and Jock. Um, Jock draws a million books. Yeah, he's all over the place, and he? he's awesome. I have him chained up in my storage he's room. He's <laughs> chained to it. He's like furnace. the gimp. Get the gimp out. Write me one. Draw me one more issue of Loners that I write. <laughs> but he's doing. Is it, he's doing the Green Arrow book yep. as well, yeah. right? And that's bi week, bi weekly. He's that, a beast. Kind of, he must be done with it. I mean, yeah, they probably been, finished it. And he may, maybe he floats pencils with his mind, <laughs> so he could draw like a million books at once. Or or he goes to bed and he wakes up in the morning and elves have done the penciling for him. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Or he created an awesome mechanical arm situation where he can type into keys and all night these things just switch around the table and draw books for him. If or the elf thing. Or or maybe he's just a talented artist. If, he, if you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening, Jack, come tell us. Yeah, come tell us. <laughs> he which flies one? in with which his fairy wings. <laughs> I am but a fairy. Shut no. up. What would happen is all of a sudden one of our blank pieces of paper would have a drawing would start to appear of Jack, and then he'd climb out through the paper. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you guys have created a we just wrote, We just came up with four Grant Morrison miniseries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, it has to be something crazy like that, because first of all, his name is Jock. Right? So well, it can't right just be normal off. human stuff. <laughs> it has to be some kind of fantasy Robot. shit going on. How here. many books could you do in like a, a, a month? Could you do more than Probably one? Probably about ten. <laughs> ten books, ten in a books a month. <laughs> wow! No. Is that with your mind? Is that with your mind powers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? One. Yeah. I, I mean, if I just do really, really crappy ones, maybe two, but... <laughs> But you don't want to. Have you ever seen two Scotty Young books come out in one line? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Go away. <laughs> Just back away from the shelf. Not going to be good. Yeah. Uh, we also have The Astounding Wolfman, number two. Uh, Robert Kirkman and Jason Howard. Um, did you like the first one? I did like it. Uh, I was hoping it was. I kind of was hoping it was going in a little bit of a different direction. Yeah. And it still may go in the direction that I wanted, but I kind of wanted more of a. Um, a, a I don't want to say retro, but an older feel to it, sort of like a more of a classic. You want your grandpa's werewolf. Yeah, exactly. I do. What you I, got was your son's werewolf. <laughs> I guess so. But I did like it. I, yeah. I mean, you know, it was it was good, and the art was good. And uh, I know, uh, uh, as we'll find out later, Jason, uh, the artist, uh, listens to our show. Oh, really? He does. Oh, so. thank God it is. <laughs> <just laughs> right yeah, now. no kidding. You, you no, I like be like, yeah, I bought that. Fucking ugly Didn't you bookie. do that Sasquatch book? Uh, with uh, Joshua Falkov. Yeah. Fialkov. Was that him? Um, was that it may have been, yeah. It oh, may, maybe I think not. I, I'm sorry. It may have been. I'm, now that he listens, I should know. Damn oh, it. God. All right. Uh, Thor number one. <sighs> um, J. Michael Straczynski, Oliver don't, Kupiel. Don't yawn into the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Are you getting tired oh, there, buddy? Oh, God. Right. Need a little Would you pep? like me to go pep get pep you a sandwich from Why don't you talk Subway? about the future books, man? <laughs> future stacks. <laughs> All right. Up. Now we got trades. There's more, uh, a bunch of trades coming out. Amazing transformations of Jimmy Olsen, the trade paperback. It's going to become Turbo wow. Boy. Uh, Drawn by Jack. <laughs> no, this is a collection of a uh, ton of, uh, of the old Jimmy Olsen stuff. He's uh, turning into different stuff all the time. Like? Elastic Lad. <laughs> Turtle Boy. Porcupine. Poor Jimmy. Yeah, he, he cross-dressed. The human I don't think he, that was a superpower. I think he <laughs> the Wolfman of Metropolis. Yeah, he often he often was wearing women's clothing. Uh, $14.99 for that one. Outsiders, Volume 6. Uh, $14.99 collects Outsiders 42 through 46 and Annual Number 1. Uh, Gen 13. Uh, this is the new series, Gail Simone, Talent Caldwell. Yeah. This for, is the Volume 1, I believe. For as much as I like Gail Simone, I have not tried this. So I read the first few. Um, 
Yeah. It's sort of a teen, you know, kind of a teen book uh, thing. I can't I identify don't, with teenagers anymore. I'm too old. Yeah. I loved it when it first came with, like, the old... Well, you were younger. Yeah, I was right there, man. You, you were, like, understand. spoke to me, because I, I set myself on fire, too. Cool. And you I didn't fit out. in. And you didn't fit in. You know no. what, though? He, but you here's the thing, right? Kind of a loner. This is what I really, I really, I really gravitated towards this book because it, Gen 13 back in the day, because it had a character who, um, he kind of looks alternative, right? Like he listens to Nirvana and his name was Where's Grunge, <laughs> right? He wore plaid, you know, it was very flannel subtle, shirt. Very subtle. Yeah, subtle. He wore plant. I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm grungy. <laughs> Because I listen to alternative grunge Which music. Which is power to John people in tears. I don't even know what his power was. <laughs> yeah. <of> them <laughs> uh, we, we also have the uh, from Vertigo, uh, the Silverfish hardcover from David Lampham. Uh, it's a new... Uh, I don't know. Was, did this come out? Did they, did they, this is original hardcover, right? This yes. This is in a yes, it's series original. that came out before. Okay, so I know there's a lot of Lampham fans waiting on that one. Um... Full Frontal Nerdity, Volume <laughs> 1, from Do Gooder Press. Uh, this is a, um, I believe this was a, a webcomic that's finally being collected into a 128-page tome. Uh, it's basically like um, like a newer uh, Knights of the Dinner Table kind of thing. Yeah. It's gamers and gamer geek culture. Gamer humor. So. But it's being collected. Scotty, are you going to be picking this up? You're a gamer, right? No. You like you to enjoy roll games. dice, roll the bones. No, I can't play with Roll them bones, plus 20. I can't get down with this stuff. Scotty has a plus 10 <laughs> charisma. Yeah. I only play. I only buy real games. I don't buy stuff about games. Oh. I'm Whoa, kidding. Sorry. I'm kidding. <laughs> I might buy it. I so if know. you bought Yahtzee, you would not buy like a, a refresher about, a, a, a about like Yahtzee, Yahtzee no. culture. I think that is what about like being hateful. What about risk <laughs> culture? Like risk gamers in their no, lives? No, because I live the culture, baby. Well, I don't need to read about it. <laughs> what if it was about you? Maybe we should start a listen. All right. Why are you fucking with me, man? Because I, I said I would not do it. <laughs> Let's do a risk block. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you what I think about the. <laughs> There's no wrong answer. Uh, <laughs> collected normal man trade paperback. Uh, this is uh, Jim Valentino's stuff from way back when. Um, they're they're finally collecting that, so it's twenty bucks. It's four hundred thirty-two pages, so for twenty bucks, if you're wow. a normal man fan, you like normal people. Are you gonna buy this, Sal? Yeah, awesome. I might. I don't know. <laughs> I've lived won't. it. I'm, you, I'm I've not lived normal, normal baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, common foe trade paperback. This is uh, Keith Giffen and Shan- Shannon Eric Denton. Um, Ooh, have fun with this name. Yeah, and art with <laughs> Jean Jacques. Zilowski and, and Federico Dalucini. Good old JJD and yeah. <laughs> Good old uh, uh, This was, I believe, this is a collection of stuff that came out a long time ago too. So they seem to be pumping out like collections of stuff that came out a long. Hopefully, I wish Marvel and DC would jump on that kind of bandwagon and yeah. print more stuff. Put that came Generation out. X and trade paperback form. There you go. See that form, kind of stuff. <laughs> form. format, <laughs> format that. Form. Put it in that form. Uh, Johnny Five, uh, Invincible uh, Volume Eight, coming out, which Rhino. collects uh, Invincible thirty six through forty one. Good stories in that. I I'm not up to that one yet. I gotta catch Ryan up. Ryan Otley's awesome. He is awesome. He I see, you know me. I was on his uh, I went to his blog or his web page mm-hmm. from you your site. A, yeah, did you see a Superman zombie today? I didn't see that, but I saw his Hulk stuff, and mm-hmm. after seeing, it, I'm like, wow, I really want him to draw a Hulk story. Yeah, he's awesome. He does a kick ass. Just the care. I mean it. Really it's expressive. Real, yeah, and, like, and it just yeah. like it looks like a crazy monstrous ah, thing yeah. that would just you know yeah. It was awesome. we, I was so good. angry, and then when I looked at it, it's like his Hulk absorbed all my anger, <laughs> and, and I was, was healed. Happy, and it was only happy though. Yeah, oddly, is the Hulk. I was like, that's me, and I'm looking in a mirror, but now I'm okay. <laughs> uh, true story, swear to God, Volume One's coming out from Image, fourteen ninety nine. This is Tom Bedlin's. Uh, Tom Balan's uh, sort of semi-autobiographical webcomic um, that uh, is finally being collected. So I, I've heard a lot of good things. I've never read it. I don't know. Have yeah, you ever I've checked it out? Good, I've heard good things. I have, I have to. Essential Defenders Volume 3 from Marvel, um, collecting uh, 31 through 60 in annual number one. All the weird Defender story. Yes. Son of Satan versus the Sons of the Serpent. Oh, look what good you la- added last. Invaders Classic Volume 1. <laughs> of trade I'll be picking that up. 
Roy Thomas, Frank Robbins, Rich Bell, a bunch of great artists on that. Yeah, that's coming out. Roy so. Thomas has like a get, stranglehold on World War II. Yeah. <laughs> get ready for, uh, you know, buy this so you get primed for when they come out with that Invader series. You should write happened. that Invader series. I don't know if I, uh, I don't think I could do that, but you never know. Call if they the don't future. come out with one in the next two years, then I'm going to write Fan it. fiction is almost it's as a, good. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Uh, and that's it. So that's all the stuff that's coming out next week, and uh, and that's pretty much the, yeah. the show. Man, we like we got listener emails. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. We do have listener emails. We do have other stuff to do. Yeah. That's why I'm the host. Sorry. Yeah. Thank God you're here, Tom. Yeah. Otherwise, what, let's get to it. What, huh? can, what do we have to do next, Tom? Uh, this is uh, from Brian Baugh. <sighs> I am a regular listener to the show and had an idea. I thought I might toss at you for a good episode slash discussion subject. You guys are always talking about guys whose girlfriends or wives refuse to read comics. Why not do a whole episode where you bring in three or four women who refuse to read comics and get them to discuss their reasons? Just an idea. If I could get three, convince three or four women to do anything, I wouldn't be here on a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say we'd have to kidnap them. <laughs> because, uh, and I was saying this earlier, though I think probably the... And tell me if I'm wrong, Katie. The only thing worse... More boring to you than the idea of reading comic books would be discussing why you don't well, read. Because it, it, here's what it would be, right? Because we name, think it's your this name, big is deep your, thing. Is your name Katie? Shut up. The big th- we think that it'd be this big shut thing, up. and they'd basically Never go. Uh, shut, shut up. So <laughs> female X, why would I'd why call them not? by their first name? I'm just saying it's an X female. <laughs> Casey, we'll say okay. Casey. Casey, why don't you read comics? Because they're stupid. Well, that's not an answer. Why isn't it? They'll, Katie, come here. Come in come here and sit here. down for a second. Come over here. <laughs> come on, join us. Come over here. This is Katie. This is Mike's girlfriend that he dragged on yeah. uh, to come here and watch us. And her she's, facial expression right yeah, now she's is thrilled. Awesome. She's just thrilled to be here. Uh, you don't read comics, even though Mike's a huge comic book nerd, right? Right. And you love him, but you just hate comics, or you well, like him. I just, I've never read any. And and why not? Why he's tried refuse? to get you to yeah he's tried to get you to read them, but you've refused to this point. Well, the only one he's tried to make me read it was like it was about like fairy tale characters, but. Fables? I don't know. I really don't like it. Why does all all guys we try fables. to break women in yeah, with fables? fables. Not me. Like, hey, I gave hey, Sam. grown ass woman. Do you want to read about the three bears? <laughs> <laughs> Not me. I gave my girlfriend uh, a collection of old Golden Age JSA. Because <laughs> I thought those would be. The, if you're gonna start reading comics, start at the beginning. <laughs> I guess that's work your way back. Yeah. She hated them. Yeah. Just hated them. Didn't yeah, understand. They broke them. up the next day. Yeah, I broke up the next day. I was like, you're. So Hawk girl. So do you see yourself ever maybe, te- you know, trying out something, some kind of comic? Do you see anything on the shelves right now that may interest you? I was just saying that I guess, like, why The Last Man sounds interesting, but other than that, no, nothing really looks interesting. <laughs> so that's why you don't choose, re- that's why you refuse to read it. <laughs> yeah, we say it's a you refuse. I don't refuse, I just, I don't know, I'll read, like, like a real book. What kind of real books? A real book. What kind of real books do you read? I'll read Wild Last Man, okay? <laughs> oh, Good lord. Okay. It's really dangerous. One of us is going to jail tonight. Because it's kind of, get, she's a little scared. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. I'll, I'll read you, it. Katie, just you give can it go. to me. It's like Thank you. Teeth, though. That was, and she just threw the microphone. Well, there, well, there you have it. There's some... Uh, Thump. Some good well, know, I think, spot uh, marketing. Yeah, well, right there. You there. there. <laughs> That's how good that show would have been. We did talk, <laughs> we did talk about bringing, trying to get... Uh, Casey, girl, yeah, some or gonna, yeah, yeah, somebody some Casey or some other girls that, that don't don't read. read comics on a regular basis. Have them give them books to read and, and hear see what their they reviews. Yeah. yeah, like have no concept, preconceived notion right. of it, and you just go into it and read something. Yeah, yeah. we still got to yeah. try and do that. Yeah, because they be could. Nice. I think that they could help non-readers. Speaking of people who can't read, <laughs> hey guys, thanks for the most recent episodes. They were perfect to listen along with during the recent family road trip we just made to Utah. Oh. Love the conversations with Scad, especially. Who'd believe that Scotty would be dialed in on the bleeding edge works like Black Sad? <laughs> thanks, Chris Chavez. Wow, you're Whoa. not getting no hey, respect there. Chavez! <laughs> uh, 
That's wild because that's I actually that's I mean, all that, you're dialed yeah, into. That, that, yeah, that's yeah. almost uh, every book on my bookshelf comes I've from that it. world. Chavez, so suck it. We <laughs> uh, yeah, around comics, dudes. Hey, just wanted to say thanks for providing something funny and comic related for me to listen to on those late drawing nights. I really appreciate the appreciate the comics 101 episodes because they give me the ability to fake a certain level of knowledge about subjects that, as a comic fan, I feel like I should be familiar with. But really, I am a completely clueless. I am completely clueless, clueless about, like, the JSA. Best Jason Howard. I just realized that I mixed up Jason Howard with Josh Howard. Mm, the oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Jason Howard, uh, artist on Astonishing Wolfman. Astounding. Astounding Wolfman. Ask for it. Ask for two. Ask for number two. Plug. We're going to do a werewolf episode, so listen. <laughs> It's all about, you know, like, was it like Lycanthropes? Yeah. There you go. I'm sure he already knew that. Uh, yeah, I would hope whatever. if he's working on a werewolf book. Yeah. He He'll do, we'll have him do the 101. Nice. Just Lycanthropes 101? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Great show, guys. <laughs> Just a thought about the Future Stacks segment. It's <laughs> Future Stacks. You'll never... Except if anyone, if you ever email us in the future about Future Stacks, it's spelled with an X. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, yeah. Future Stacks. And it has to be all caps. Yeah. Future Stacks. Really future Stacks. And future Stacks. Exclamation point. And, yeah. uh, it's, really, it's really long right now. Perhaps you could change it to something like Top of the Stack, where each of you picks a book or trade, shipping this week, and say why you're looking forward to it. Or in the case of a trade, why you would recommend it. I bring it up just because Future Stacks doesn't really add anything that someone can't just see by looking at the diamond list. And all you are is reading. Ah. You're doing is reading right now. Allow me to retort. Well, that is weird because when he said all you're doing is reading right now, I was literally just reading. Just reading. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we shouldn't read emails. Again, great show. Yeah, well, <laughs> no. Kevin. Um, no, I, I, and I understand uh, that, but not everybody goes and checks out the Diamond List. Not everybody reads previews. Not everybody. There's a lot of people that are new to comics that just don't check out. You know, we have to understand it's like not everybody is immersed in the geekiness of, of comic books that we are and, and a lot of our listeners are but you know so we're trying to offer stuff to people that maybe yeah. aren't so there you go well, thank so you. I think we're gonna but thanks for the yeah, thanks I'm for sure we'll as always the show is constantly evolving and yeah, we certainly. weren't just created by God the way we were <laughs> well uh, I might have offended someone. Next, um, next, <laughs> week, next week we're going to do past stacks. We're going to tell you what is coming out last week. <laughs> past stacks. Thanks past to stacks. everybody who emailed us. Uh, if you'd like to email us, you can do so at info at aroundcomics.com or you can reach us individually at Sal, Chris, or Tom at aroundcomics.com. There's also a few other ways you can interact with the show. Uh, you can visit us at www.aroundcomics.com. You can go to Comicspace, which is www.comicspace.com slash aroundcomics, myspace, myspace.com slash aroundcomics, and leave us an iTunes review. Or you can also... Uh, leave us a message at one eight 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 six five gcast You can leave us a voicemail, and we'll play it on the show. We don't have any this week, yeah. but... Uh, but maybe next week. You can uh, also tell us where you live so that if we come to your town, we can sleep on your couch. Yeah. <laughs> Join our Frapper map at frapper.com slash aroundcomics. We had a bunch of people signed up. Nice. Uh, Rob Law from Lansing, Michigan. He said, love the podcast. Tom is the man. That's true. Ooh, Tom. Yeah, Tom, is Tom is in the house. He is the man, but he's keeping me down. <laughs> I'm the white man. <laughs> the epitome. Jason Matthew from Brooklyn, New York says, Love the show. Keep them coming. Just for you, Jason, we will. <laughs> uh, oh, great. Ernesto <laughs> Ernesto Lopez. Uh, I think that was supposed to be Lopez. Ernesto Lopez de Victoria from Bremerton, Washington. Wow, with a name like that, I figured he was going to be from Argentina or something. Uh, hey, guys, love the show. Look forward to the episodes every week. Nice. Well, thank you, Ernesto. Dave Myers in Newport, Ritchie, Florida says, love the show. Thanks for doing it. Well, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Tom O. Redford, Michigan. Uh, best comic podcast period. Why? Because you're bossy. Because you're bossy. Eh? Ten cents. <laughs> no, uh, because the song, it, the song is not called You're Bossy. Oh. Ooh, that's Who right. Who have I been sending this money to? You're bossy. That's right. One of the, uh, this is from Chris Hansbro on from Coburg. Oregon. Oregon, one of the better podcasts on the Interslice. 
You got me into a lot of Indies. Wow. Inner Slice? That's a new one. I haven't yeah. heard of Inner, Inner Slice. Chris. Well, thanks, Chris. Thank you. Words every day. Thanks to everybody who uh, signed up for Frapper, and keep them coming. Uh, we are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. You can go there to find out other podcasts where they also talk about comic books. But they will not do future stacks. <laughs> that is trademarked around comics. <laughs> Uh, once again, thank you to Borders for sponsoring this episode to help mice thrive in a world filled with harsh conditions and predatory attacks. The Mouse Guard was formed in this first volume of Saxon. A man. Kenzie a boy. and Liam <laughs> are dispatched to find a missing merchant mouse that never arrived at his destination. In doing so, they stumble on much more than they had bargained for. <laughs> Get your copy of David Peterson's breakthrough series Mouse Guard at your local Borders. Borders is your home for the newest graphic novels, manga, and more. Find a store near you at borderstores.com. Uh, speaking of shopping, maybe you should shop for a heart and give some money to the Heroes Initiative. Oh, damn. Or you could have participated in our Be Our Hero contest. <laughs> uh, we uh, Special thanks to everyone who donated. We raised almost $600 for a great charity. So we passed Chris's arbitrary yeah. goal. <laughs> yes. By ten, $10. By 510 <laughs> is almost 600 The drawing will be on next Monday's episode. Yeah, ne- next, and I guess we're going to do it live. I work, at, I work at Ernst & Young, who also counts the ballots for the Academy Grammys. Awards. Or the, yeah, oh, or Academy Awards. One, one of them. So it'll be official. Wow. Ooh. Do we have that to doesn't d- mean, though, hey. no, that a little extra extra money to this hero. Uh, well, that's it. That's this episode. I'd like to thank uh, you guys for joining me. It was nice. I don't know why. It that's the like weirdest really, thing. This was a really nice episode. It was really smooth. Yeah. yeah I, really I don't know why. We didn't I, really like, fight. Happy. Or, yeah, I feel refreshed. Sal gave me an HJ. I hardly, I'm ready drank, to do like, I hardly drank it all because I was so happy. Yeah. <laughs> you still do have a full beard. That's <laughs> very, very weird. What is it no, that's so know. different about Usually this Usually Tom episode. is about six feet in the bag by now. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's like, just, Leave me alone. I don't know. Well, I'm sure next week it won't be the same. Yeah, the magic is go- will be gone by. It's hard to yeah. capture this a second time. It yeah. is. This Thanks is again to something uh, special to Mark for uh, for hosting us as always. Be sure to check back Thursday when we uh, talk about realism in yeah. comics. Grim and gritty podcast. Yes. One of us dies. Yeah, bitches. <laughs> we haven't decided yet. Um, everybody have a fantastic week. We'll be back again on Thursday with a new episode. In the meantime, we'll be everywhere in. And around, and around comics. <laughs> Best episode ever. <laughs> if you would like to suggest a topic, send us your comments, or are interested in becoming a panel member, Email us at info at aroundcomics.com or visit the Contact Us section of our website. Music for the show provided by the Podshow Podsafe Music Network, music.podshow.com. Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and do not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Thank you for listening today, and remember to join us next time when the panel will change, but our mission will stay the same, bringing you the very best news, reviews, and opinions in and around comics. Around Comics is a Pipe Dream production. Copyright 2007. All rights reserved. Baby, love you one more time.